Revelation 2.11 Ministries. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the podcast. I am your host Travis and before we jump into the topic today, I just want to thank all the listeners who have been uh, supporting me and listening to the podcast all the way through and uh, sharing the podcast. Uh, There's two ways that you can help support the ministry. The first is to pray about it, to pray about the ministry, pray for protection of the ministry, pray for direction of the ministry, to uh, just pray that it, uh, the Word of God goes forth and that it's not um, used in any other way but for the glory of God. Uh, the second way you can help the ministry is by sharing, sharing uh, sharing the videos, the sharing the podcast to people you think might need it if you're enjoying the videos, if you're enjoying the content. Um, it helps a lot to share it, to uh, follow on the different social medias. There's an Instagram, there's a YouTube, uh, that these channels, uh, if you like the videos, uh, I do two podcasts a week, seems to be the groove I'm in, and about four uh, little short videos, which are just clips from the podcast, uh, and it just kind of helps it spread out the message to bring people back to the podcast. So if you would, uh, wouldn't mind liking those, subscribing if you haven't already, following me on Instagram if you haven't already. Those things can help uh, spread the the messages that I'm trying to uh, give out here in the podcast. But thank you all for all the support. I got a new program and uh, hopefully it sounds a little more clear than it has previously. Um, and uh, so we'll just go on to what I want to focus on. I still want to talk about how God is revealed himself and how he Uh, shows us ways we can relate to him and the one that has been on my heart now is that uh, he is a shepherd now this is also just like being a king uh, and when I spoke about uh, in the podcast episode six about him being the king of kings it's something that's lost on today in our generation a lot of people uh, don't understand the metaphor or the connections there so I uh, I want to talk about uh, God being a shepherd he is the good shepherd, and um, there's actually, I had to do some research and studying about sheep and shepherds and their connections to try to, and that's what I'm trying to bring to you in this message today. I think there's actually enough information. It may break down into two parts. In the Gospel of John, uh, chapter 10, starting at verse 7, the Bible says this, Then Jesus said unto them again, Verily, verily, I say to you, that I am the door of the sheep. All that have ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life, and they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling, and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep, and are not seen as the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep, and fleeth. Then the the wolf catches them, and scatters the sheep. The hireling fleeth, because he is a hireling, and cares not for the sheep. I am a good shepherd. I know my sheep, and am known of mine. As the Father knows me, even so know I the Father. And I lay my life down for the sheep. And other sheep have which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. 
Wherefore does my father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it up again. No man take it away from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down and have power to take it again. This commandment I have received from the Father. So you can see in, uh, in verse 11, he says, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd giveth his life for his sheep. Obviously, that's a picture of Christ's sacrifice on the cross. He died uh, for our sins. He, he sacrificed himself for our sins. He, he died in our place. He, uh, as, the, as it goes on, and that's why I kept reading, was he says that, uh, he, he's the one who decided to lay his life down, for no man had power to take it over him. And he also had the power to bring his life back up. And that's, uh, it was received by his father. So we see that he's the good shepherd. He's not just a shepherd. He's the good shepherd. So that tells us that there could be some bad shepherds, that there's people who oversee um, and the word shepherd, uh, it, it kind of means uh, owner. I mean, we know what it is. It's, it's someone who oversees the sheep. But in a sense, it's an owner, a master, a manager of some sort who oversees the sheep. Uh, and uh, you see there's a difference between a hireling, someone who's hired to watch the sheep, and then someone who is the shepherd, someone who owns the sheep. They uh, handle the situation differently. So that's what I want to bring to you is, is some of these... Uh, these things seem foreign, some of these connections between shepherd and sheep. Um, so one of the most, one of the verses about sheep specifically are Psalms 23. It's a good verse, uh, a good chapter. Psalms 23, it's six verses. And it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures, and leadeth me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thy, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This was King David uh, writing the psalm about how God is, is the Lord is his shepherd, how he takes care of it. So you can see a few things there about uh, what's going on. Um, he, the Lord is a shepherd I shall not want. He, he doesn't want anything. He makes me lie down in green pasture. Some of these things don't make sense unless you know the how sheep act and what's going on here. So the first part here is saying the Lord is my shepherd. So just acknowledging that, look, uh, God is my shepherd. He's the one I look to when I'm in need, when there's trouble, when uh, anything arises, when uh, there's any type of situation, I keep my eyes on the shepherd. I look towards the shepherd, and I see where he's at, what he's doing, uh, if for to take care of all the, that I need. And so instead of taking your needs from anywhere else, you have the Lord to take care of your needs. You're the, the Lord is your shepherd. He's the one to look to in any time of need, any time of distress, any time of confusion, any time of fear, uh, Always look to the shepherd. To, to Your eyes should go to the shepherd. And this is opposed to going to anything else in the world. There's no, um, there's no substance that can help you. There's no uh, self-help books that can help you. There's uh, no um, mentors or anything who are outside of, of, of God's knowledge, God's will, who will ultimately help you. Uh, some of it may seem like it works out some of it may seem to cover for a season or a small bit of time but it it doesn't uh it doesn't satisfy it will never 
it will never take care of you like the Lord will. And so you don't want to give in to um, putting your trust in anything else other than the Lord because everything else will will fail you. And there's nothing else uh, that will um, be there when you need it uh, in its fullest. And so you keep your eyes on the shepherd. The second part is that I shall not want. And that's just simply saying that... Uh, the Lord takes care of everything that you absolutely need. If sheep actually can't take care of themselves, left alone, they would die off. Uh, there's a lot of factors with sheep. There's uh, diseases, uh, there's sicknesses, there's um, there's their ability to uh, find good uh, food to eat, good grass to eat. Um, there's their ability to stay away from predators because predators will pick them off. Uh, they say that there's wild animals wild dogs and different things can in one night kill over a hundred sheep uh just for sport for fun some of them are trying uh, some wild animals are just trying to eat and then we'll just continually come back and pick them off uh, sheep left alone would get sickly would die uh, they sit in fear uh sheep need uh the sheep has needs that only a shepherd or an overseer could help them with and so that's why uh, the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want, we shall not want because he satisfies all our needs. When, when um, someone comes against us, when there's a predator, when uh, Satan who is roaming like a lion whom he shall devour comes around, you know, we have a shepherd to, to stop, uh, stop him from trying to pluck one of us out and try to grab one of the sheep from, from the Lord's fold. And so we need to, uh, we look to him and he provides uh, us with good food. He provides us with uh, direction, overseeing us. He protects us from things that we wouldn't even know what's going on. The sheep would be have, like I said, diseases, uh, sicknesses, uh, bad sources of food, leaving them malnourished and unhealthy. So uh, we look to him when we're in need, and he provides everything that we do need. Uh, another thing is, uh, I'm starting in verse 2, it says, He maketh me lie down in green pastures. So that's an interesting thing. Uh, the sheep actually have trouble. One of the biggest things they have trouble with is they're always afraid. They're fearful. Uh, the shepherd obviously gives them comfort so they won't have fear. But if, they have, uh, if they're scared of different things, scared uh, if they're not peaceful, if um, they're having any issues with another, sh with another sheep or... They're uh, afraid of predators out or, or um, anything that's bothering them, harassing them like bugs or insects, getting in their eyes or ears. All these things will cause them uh, to be anxious and nervous and fearful. And so it causes them to have issues with trying to lay down, to have peace, if you will, to have rest. And so we can kind of see that relating to us Lord, uh, with, uh, with just the, the things of life coming at us. You know, there's a... Um, it worries and anxieties that we can't have peace or rest but uh, unless the Lord gives us peace and rest through some of these times some of these seasons are uh, so rough and so hard to, um, to to try to handle and we can't handle it on our own and that's why we need the, the shepherd we need the good shepherd to uh, help us lie down in those times to give us uh, peace in the storms to give us joy in those times because uh, life, life sends us situations there's uh, ups and downs, there's mountains and valleys, there's, uh, there's you know, storms that come and go, there's hard times in life, um, and so in those hard times we need 
a good shepherd. We need a shepherd who will uh, give us a peace and calm, a good shepherd who will give us joy, um, which is is an amazing thing to to kind of like to to understand that the world can't receive such peace because they don't have any any type of substance or tool or anything. They try to like numb themselves in different ways, but uh, no matter what they try to to do to satisfy. It, it doesn't give them true peace. It doesn't give them true comfort. Uh, they may trick themselves to think they have peace or comfort for a short time, and they may try to tr chase those things, uh, whatever it is, whether it's relationships, uh, substances, uh, forms of entertainment, just kind of scrolling through media and uh, through, through their social media pages and uh, trying to just watch little short clips of on YouTube and TikTok and all those different things. And so they're trying to chase something that gives them some type of relief. Some people go to food and uh, overindulge in food. They eat unhealthily or eat way too much to try to get some type of control, which they think gives them peace because they control their food. Um, and then we got, uh, you know, people obviously do other things that uh, aren't beneficial for anyone, but they, uh, they, they think that because they have some type of control in this situation or there's some type of uh, pleasurable thing inside that they they say well that that's that's helping me get peace by getting pleasure which peace and pleasure are not the same thing peace is is so much different to to be able to just take breaths and to be calm in, inside the storm uh, the storms of life you know there's a lot of things that come and uh, some are some things you can see coming you can see the clouds coming and getting darker you see the 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 gray cloud coming you, you 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 heard the forecast you know there's a storm coming you see it coming of course you should take shelter but then there's storms that just kind of happen in a flash you know you never know uh, it just was a, take you by surprise and uh, especially those times you need you need someone who can lie you down in green pastures you need a shepherd who can bring you peace and comfort when it doesn't make any sense to have any peace or comfort because your relationships are going down, because something's happening with your children, because something's happening with your career, your business, something's happening uh, with your household, with your family members, a loss of a loved one, um, a, a situation that you didn't expect, a bad doctor's report, a bad situation, and then uh, everything's shaking, everything's uh, coming in, all the anxiety, all the fear starts rushing in. And you just need a shepherd that can lie you down in green pastures. You need Jesus to give you a peace, to give you a comfort. And so Jesus is a shepherd in that way. He, he lies us down in green pastures. He gives us comfort. He gives us peace that passes all understanding. And you can see that in Philippians chapter 4, starting at verse 4. Uh, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all, surpasses all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brother, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, Whatever, whatever things are good of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly, 
uh, and that now at your last, your care of me has flourished again, wherein you are also careful, but ye lack opportunity. Now that I speak in respect of what for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, uh, there where to be content. I know both how to be a brace and I know how to abound everywhere and in all things I am uh, instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And so you can kind of see that the, no matter what situation, this is Apostle Paul speaking, no matter what situation I'm in, um, you know, hungry, full, uh, in a richer or poorer state, uh, I have peace in the Lord. And so it's, uh, it's one of the ways that uh, God has uh, showed himself as a shepherd is that he gives us peace uh, in these times. He makes us lie down in green pastures. And sheeps will not lie down in, uh, unless they're free of a few things. One is fear and anxiety. Um, another thing is uh, friction or irritation with other sheep. They, if they're in type of, some type of conflict with another sheep, they won't uh, lie down. They won't be comforted. Um, if they're free of insects or pests, things that are going in their nose and ears and eyes and, and bothering them, they won't be able to lie down and sleep. And another thing is uh, if they are free from hunger. So if they hadn't eaten or have uh, some issues in their stomach, they have issues with them uh, lying down in the green pastures. And so the shepherd helps uh, take care of those needs, you know, just like the earlier verse, we shall not want uh, because he's taking care of the needs, he helps them lie down in green pastures. He oversees them, and he makes it possible for them to lie down uh, and be uh, have no fear, uh, have no worries, have no conflicts to resolve. And you can kind of see that in a human aspect of, um, you know, if you have fears and anxieties of the things around you, you don't have peace or comfort. If you have um, conflicts with someone, if you have someone you're fighting with, whether it's someone close, family, friend, or if it's uh, in work or school, or if it's uh, someone fighting who's coming against you in some kind of way, uh, you don't have a, a peace about yourself. And so, uh, you know, God helps that and corrects that. And then there's, um, there is any pests or insects, anything that's, uh, you know, any nuisances of life, any things that are bothering you, you know, maybe someone cut you off on the road or something that, that just bugs you, you know, the <laughs> pests and insects, that's, that's, you know, it bugs you, you know, you kind of got like a connection there. Things are bugging you, people bug you, and then the, you won't be able to have peace if you're getting bugged. Um, and then, you know, free of hunger, uh, things you need, you know, if you're not able to pay your bills, if you're not able to uh, support your household, if you you don't know where your next meal's coming from, those things can cause it uh, hard to have peace. And so uh, he is our shepherd. He helps us have peace in those hard times and in those storms. The next part is that he leadeth me but beside the still waters. Uh, I've heard on one occasion that uh, sheep actually won't drink from uh, bubbling water or moving water. They need to go to a still water. Uh, but when I was looking into it, what I've also seen was um, they'll drink from any type of water that uh, is unhealthy, like little puddles of mud and uh, fill, full of parasites and uh, bacteria and just filthy, dirty things. They would just go do whatever they want. If the shepherd doesn't lead them to a certain place, he needs to lead them to the clean water, the good water. Because as he's overseeing them, they, the sheep don't really understand uh, that the puddle isn't healthy and it's full of parasites or it's filthy. 
Um, they don't understand that they need to go drink from the clean water. Uh, and so it's kind of the, uh, a parallel with us and, and God is kind of like, well, um, we, we get involved in things that we don't need to get involved in. There's things that are filthy and dirty, which give us parasites, which uh, corrupt us, which uh, harm us, which get us sick and diseased. And I'm talking physically and spiritually. There are things that we get involved with that mess with us. And we don't even, sometimes we don't, we're not even aware of it because it's not obvious. So like the sheep doesn't know when it's drinking from the the puddle that later down the road it will get sick or have parasites in its stomach or have uh, some type of uh, ailment or disease uh, that it got from drinking from that little puddle. Uh, much like children don't understand um, trying to, you know, eat things with dirty hands and uh uh, my, my toddlers, they they just grab things sometimes and just try to see if it's food, and they just stick it in their mouth. They don't realize certain things. My my son was playing in the pool just the other day, and he had filled his shoe full of water and decided to use it as a drinking tool to drink the pool water. And uh, yeah, so you know that he doesn't realize that that might get him sick later. And there's things even as adults and older people who would say, well, obviously we wouldn't drink filthy water. We would wash our hands. We would drink filtered water. We'll drink bottled water. We know what we're doing. Uh, there's there's things that we get involved in which are filthy. There's uh, types of entertainment that we don't think is hurting us. But that's the problem with, with sin a lot of times is uh, the consequences for sin aren't instant. And a lot of times uh, the 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 things we have to deal with because of our actions a lot of times are delayed and so a lot of people think it's okay to do it because I'm not seeing any consequences at the moment I can drink from the filthy water I can watch the filthy program I can I can have this filthy conversation I can do this filthy thing because it's it's good it's pleasing and there's nothing bad coming from it but they don't realize the result afterwards will end up making them sick so the Lord leads us to the still waters the clean waters the waters that won't corrupt, that won't uh, destroy us uh, inside, that won't destroy our spirit, won't destroy our physical bodies. Um, he knows what's best for us, so he leads us to places that we need to be. He leads us to um, habits and lifestyles that are clean and pure and healthy for our lives, for our spirit, for our soul, for our mind, um, for our future, for our families. And so he leads us to the still waters. He keeps us from uh, seeking out uh, the filthy waters. The next part of Psalms 23, starting at verse 3, says, He restores my soul. Uh, this one has a, a, a connection I never thought of before. But the sheep, actually, the shepherds called it um, being cast. The sheep get cast. Uh, they actually uh, roll on their back. Uh, I guess the picture would be similar to a turtle on its back. If a sheep gets on its back, then it, do, it has trouble. It tosses and turns and tries to, sh to struggle and roll. But typically can't get back uh, on its legs it can't get back right side up so left alone the sheep uh, they say typically dies within a couple hours to a couple of days depending on weather and predators uh, that if a sheep is cast basically that's the end of them they're they're doomed there's nothing that can there's nothing they can do for themselves anymore um, and it's uh, they lose blood circulation they um, they just the, you know the way their bodies are set up they flip over, they die. Uh, it's it's an interesting parallel to um, just kind of how we as humans uh, get cast. We get we fall down sometimes. Uh, we fall down in our sin. We fall down 
uh, in choices we made, we end up on our backs. And honestly, there's nothing we can do to help ourselves once we get to that point. And the the only thing that can really help us, I mean, not even other people, other sheep can't help the, the one that has fallen. And so other people can't help us sometimes unless the shepherd's working through them, unless the shepherd's working, uh, then someone else can help. But it's, it's the shepherd has to come who, to restore that sheep that has been cast to save its life. Uh, they say often it's the, the bigger sheep, the ones who are more content with life. They, they find little pockets in the ground to just comfortably lay down. And it's when they're, they think they're at their safest and most comfortable and they're just full of the, their, their, their bellies full, their, their wools full, and everything's so great in life and uh, they're just so comfortable and sitting down that they, those are the ones that often end up getting cast. They, also, they often are the ones who end up on their backs which kind of parallels with us that, you know, when we're in the riches of life, in the fullness of life, when everything's going as 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 wonderful as it can be, uh, those are the times that we need to be on guard too, you know, uh, that that we can all fall at any point, uh, any moment we can be uh, flipped upside down, we can uh, be on our backs uh, and get cast. And, and then the shepherd has to rush over when the shepherd has to keep his eye on us just like Jesus has to watch uh, he watches over us he oversees us in our lives and what's going on and we fall down he sees it and he's coming to he comes to restore us uh, the shepherd has to go and restore the sheep he has to uh, flip the sheep back over but the sheep can't stand automatically after that it can't stand instantly there's a process of uh, trying to get the blood properly back rubbing the the sheep's legs the taking care, comforting the sheep, you know, uh, speaking to the sheep, saying everything's okay, everything's all right. And that's a picture of when we have fallen down in our sin or in bad choices that Jesus comes running to to, to embrace us, to hold us and, and saying, you know, the forgiveness, the, the love, the grace that's there to, to pick us back up, you know, uh, that even though we've fallen, there's still forgiveness and there's still grace and that that the shepherd still loves us and he still wants to embrace us and care for us. Um, you can see that kind of picture um, when you look at uh, in the Gospels after Jesus had resurrected uh, from he, he, his crucifixion on the cross three days later he resurrected and he uh, was meeting with the disciples here and there and the other believers um, and if you know the story you know that Peter had fallen away he had denied Jesus three times and then Jesus went and was crucified. Uh, and uh, so the picture here in John 21, uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 21, started at verse 15, is Jesus is with Peter. And he says, So when they had dined, and Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, uh, loveth thou me more than these? And he said unto him, Yea, Lord, you knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Free, uh, feed my lambs. And he said unto him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, loveth thou me? And he said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. And he said unto him, Feed my sheep. And he said unto him a third time, Simon, son of Jonas, loveth thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him a third time, Loveth thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Verily, verily, I say unto you, uh, saying to thee, when thou was young, and thou girdest thyself, and walkest wherever thou wouldest, but when thou shalt be old, thou shalt uh, stretch out forth thy hand, and another shall gird thee, and carry thee where you would not go. 
he sp- uh, he s- this spake he signifying the by the death of which he should glorify God. When he had spoken this, he said unto him, "Follow me." So you can see that uh, you know even though uh, Peter had denied him three times, probably feeling guilty, probably feeling the weight, and Jesus was like, "Look, you, you love me, you love me," and it was three times to restore him. For the three times he denied him, he. He asked him three times for for the uh, restoring him, uh, and then at the ending there, he's he's telling him, "Then follow me, just follow me." You know, you're you're not uh, abandoned, you're not uh, kicked off, you're not pushed away, you're not um, told to to never return, or how dare you? You, you don't deserve uh, forgiveness, you don't deserve love. That's not what he says. He says uh, he asked if he loved, "Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me?" And he restores him just like. The shepherd restores the sheep. So does Jesus uh, restore us. And when we fall, when we fall away, he comes running to us and he restores us. And the next part reads, He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Um, Sheep left unattended will go down the same paths over and over and over again. And this is, uh, there's two reasons it's very bad. Uh, The one is they will continue to eat the same areas of Uh, of grass and greenery over and over to the point where it becomes barren even uh, eating the roots so that nothing can grow later on uh, so it won't uh, restore itself Uh, the second thing is that they uh, use the bathroom in the same areas over and over again collecting parasites and diseases and uh, other types of bugs and insects in those areas because of uh, of that habit of going to the same areas so they go down the same paths over and over and so where there should be food it's it's getting barren and, and the areas they're they're trying to relieve themselves uh, there's uh, parasites and diseases and, and uh, other issues that are there and so they need the shepherd to lead them down a different path they need the shepherd to show them where the green pastures are they need the shepherd to lead them to an area of healthy grass and they need the shepherd to lead them away from filthy areas that that the the sheep have already uh, went through and used the bathroom and so they need to be uh, left away from those areas led away from those areas um, and if they're led away for a period of time the grass can uh, start to grow back and flourish again without being destroyed with the roots being eaten up and if they stay away from the areas they've used the restroom before uh, the cycles of the bugs and the parasites and things will die off they won't be able to keep infesting and, and multiplying uh, they'll, they'll die off in those areas and so uh, the shepherd needs to to guide the sheep just as the Lord needs to guide us uh, from place to place there's places that we go in uh, maybe we stay too long for a season or uh, maybe it's not a good environment maybe it's as toxic the environment that we're in uh, and the Lord needs to lead us out of those types of environments he needs to lead us to a path of righteousness. He needs to take us out of the paths that we've been trying to go down ourselves. Um, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end therefore are the ways of death. Even in laughter, the heart is sorrowful and the end of the mirth is heaviness. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways and the good man shall be satisfied from himself. So uh, they kind of like the term backslider there. Uh, people who go back to their old ways, go back to living their old ways. The sheep will continually try to go back to their old ways, uh, the their old paths. And us as humans, we tend to try to go back to old ways too. Sometimes uh, we are supposed to be renewed. The old us is dead, 
and we are now alive in Christ. We're a new creation in Christ Jesus. And so we need to follow the paths of righteousness. We need to be renewed in our minds, in our focus, in our lives, um, and not let, uh, we need to stay away from going back to the old paths, the old us, uh, the lives that are full of sickness, disease, and barren lands, the, li the, the lives that were unfruitful, we need to stay away from. We need to go to uh, greener pastures, which is led by the Lord. We need, the, we need His hand upon our lives to take us where we need to go and where we need to be. And so we can see how the Lord is our shepherd, the, and He takes care of all our needs. The, so the Lord is our shepherd. We should keep our eyes on Him. There should be no other shepherd nothing in the world, nothing else. We need to seek Him for all our needs. We shall not want because He provides everything that we will ever need. There is nothing outside uh, that we need away from the shepherd. The shepherd provides everything we need, and away from Him we lack those things that we do need. He makes us lie down in green pastures. He gives us peace in the hard times, uh, any times that fear, anxiety, uh, the troubles of this world, of other people and other things, um, fear from predators, uh, issues, storms, um, uh, a lack of, of, of worldly possessions, these things. He gives us peace in these times. Uh, he, he helps us to lead us uh, beside the still waters. He helps us to, to drink from pure things and uh, healthy things, uh, to, to not take in things that are ungodly and unholy and unrighteous that put us to shame. He helps us to consume that which is good. He helps us to have a healthy uh, intake. He restores our soul. Even though we fall from time to time, He is always there to renew us, to pick us up, to refresh us, to put us back on track, to, to embrace us once again. He is there to care for us. And He leads us in paths of righteousness. He takes us out of those paths that we used to live, those ways, those habits, those old stomping grounds, those lives that we used to be entangled in. He sets us free of those paths and He sets us into new life, new paths, new ways that are his ways and that's half of psalms 23 so i am going to go ahead and end the podcast here and i'm going to make a part two um and i will post that later in the week uh friday and uh, we'll continue with the lord being our shepherd before i let you guys go as i always like to do i would like to just pray for all the listeners heavenly father lord i thank you for this day i thank you for uh, everyone who's hearing my voice, uh, whether now or later or uh, down the road further and further. But Lord, those that hear my voice, Lord, that are seeking you as a shepherd, Lord, that they get a better understanding of who you are as our shepherd, as, as the one who oversees us and takes care of us, Lord. May we submit to you, Lord. May we keep our eyes on you, Lord, and not on other things in this world. May we not look at the ways of the world, uh, of the other sheep or the ways of, of other uh, other shepherds or the ways of of other fields, but Lord, may we keep our eyes on you and be comforted in you and be led by you, even when we don't understand the situations around us, even when we don't understand uh, the consequences of what we want to do or what we need to do. You know what's best for us, Lord. Lead us in paths of righteousness, Lord. Lead us to the clean, still waters. Help us, Lord, to intake uh, healthy things and holy things. Lord, I pray uh, against any parasites, any bugs, any plans of the enemy that have tried to come into the listeners minds and their lives and their their way of thinking and seeing you lord 
Lord, I ask, Lord, that you uproot and move and just cleanse them in the name of Jesus. Lord, that your hand be upon the listener, that you bless them. Lord, that you touch touch their lives, Lord, that you uh, renew their spirits, renew their strength, that you help any cast down sheep uh, that are listening and you uplift them and know that you're still there, you still love them, that you still oversee them and that your hand is still upon them. And we thank you in the holy name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Thank you guys and God bless.